0: Hello and welcome to Spencer's Library. I'm Claudia and today I am reviewing (laughs) Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. This book can be rightly described as somewhat of a cult classic and it was published over 30 years ago in 1990. However, I have only just read it. Before reading Good Omens, I was decently familiar with Terry Pratchett's work, especially, of course, his Discworld novels, of which I have read a few, and I am not as familiar with Neil Gaiman. I read one of his books previously called The Ocean at the End of the Lane, which I thought was okay, but uh, this is the second, only second novel of his that I have read. It's really difficult to summarize this book, especially the plot of it. I think Calling it a timeline of the impending apocalypse goes some way to describing the plot, but there is, of course, a lot more to it than that. It is a very humorous book, and it is a kind of modern take – well, as modern as 1990 was – of the end of the world, in a rather biblical sense. The story opens with the introduction of two protagonists, if you want to call them that. There is the angel Aziraphale and the demon Crowley. I call them the protagonists of this novel, but they are only part of a larger ensemble of characters through whose eyes we experience this story. The demon and the angel do as demons and angels do, and that is to try and influence the human characters of the story towards good or evil, respectively. They are by far the most interesting characters in the book. Their little quirk is that they are really quite invested in humans and in the life on Earth. And therefore, even though they both know, really, that the apocalypse is coming and that they will be on opposing sides of a war, they kind of don't want that to happen and therefore throughout the book They try and prevent that, and work together to essentially stop the end of the world and the war of wars. Other protagonists in this story include a group of children in an idyllic English village, one of whom is the literal Antichrist. There is a young witch who has a very analytical mind and is in possession of a book of prophecies written by her ancestor, and she uses that book to pretty accurately predict what is going to happen in the days leading up to the apocalypse. There is a young man who gets drawn in to become a witch finder, and his boss, who uh, is, is, a, is a bit of a character. And then of course there are the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, or more specifically the Three Horsemen and One Horsewoman of the Apocalypse who uh, are obviously big players in the whole end-of-the-world scenario. And there are many more smaller characters, reoccurring characters. There is a satanic nun. There are some clueless parents. There is an American ambassador. There's basically a whole lot of characters, and we kind of switch between their perspectives. Even though the main protagonists of the book are The angel and the demon, they are not the only minds through whose perspective we see the story. Coming to this story, as someone who has read Terry Pratchett, I was expecting a certain brand of quirky British humour and I was not disappointed with that. There are so many passages where I, I feel like I really recognize Terry Pratchett's style and some lines I'm pretty sure are lifted directly from his books. I enjoyed the feel of a Terry Pratchett novel, but set in our modern world. So that was a, that was an interesting aspect of the book that I really enjoyed. As I am less familiar with Neil Gaiman, I can only imagine which aspect of the book were mostly driven by him. If I compare this with uh, the Terry Pratchett novels that I know, I feel like they are a lot more meandering in terms of plot, and this book felt a little bit tighter when it came to the plotting of it and the order of events. But overall, it was a really fun read. Uh, I enjoyed, like I said, the humor of it. I enjoyed the characters, although I liked some of them more than others. For example, I really enjoyed reading from the perspective of the witch, Anathema. What a name. I enjoyed reading the angel and demon's perspectives and their stories and their relationship. I didn't like when the story focused on the children so much and I don't know why. I think there was something about the way that they talk to each other that kind of annoyed me. There was something stylistically that I didn't quite like about their scenes. And when the story turned to them, I was kind of less keen to read on and to see where their story was uh, was taking us. Overall, I don't like reading multiple perspective stories. I mean, I have read several obviously that I've enjoyed and this is one of them, but as a preference I prefer to have a story that's told from one or maximum two main protagonist perspectives. And that aspect of the book was, I think, what stopped me from being completely lost in it and just purely enjoying it. I think I would have enjoyed this a lot more if it had been a little bit more zoomed in on one or two protagonists instead of this sort of sweeping view of all of these different characters. So I was expecting a lot from this book going in, because, as I said, it is a cult classic. There is a bit of hype around this book, especially since the uh, television series adaptation was released last year. I think it was last year, if not the year before. I am not disappointed, but it definitely hasn't become my new favourite, as uh, I was secretly a little bit hoping it would be. Still, a really enjoyable read. Uh, I enjoyed this sort of modern take on the apocalypse story. If you know me, you know I love some apocalyptic fiction, dystopian fiction. This one, technically, I guess, pre apocalyptic fiction. So it definitely hit those notes. I also, and I, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that, but I enjoyed the sort of religious overtones of this, because the idea of the end of the world as presented in this book is very heavily influenced by biblical ideas of the end of the world. And even though I am an atheist, I still enjoyed that sort of angle and uh, the exploration of good and evil, the exploration of angelic and demonic, and, I guess in a deeper sense, the exploration of free will in humans uh, versus fate. Those explorations were definitely a deeper note that I hadn't expected to find in this kind of satirical comedy novel, and that pleasantly surprised me. So overall, a mixed bag, but I come away from this book with more positive than negative emotions about it, a really enjoyable read. A funny take on an interesting topic and some surprising depths to the book as well, which uh, I was happy to find. I gave this book three stars, and even though I'm not going to reread this, or likely not going to reread this, I'm definitely keen to explore more of Neil Gaiman's fiction, and I am still as keen as ever to uh, finish all of Terry Pratchett's works (laughs) during my lifetime. If you have read Good Omens, let me know what you thought of this novel and whether you are fast and steady on the hype train or not. I'm glad I ended up reading this book, and I'll be sure to catch up on the TV adaptation at some point as well. Thank you for watching. Bye!